Thanks to all of you who support the Drunk and the Ugly, including our patrons, Yodlet, Danielle, Trey, Cyrus, David, Joe, Angie, Jake, Scott, Scribblekins, Coffee Grump, Rebecca, Tyler, Chris, Lusick, Elijah, Dylan, Jonathan, Clace, Edward, and Sophie. If you like what you hear, please rate us on iTunes and share us with your friends through your social media platforms of choice. Thank you and enjoy the show. If I didn't care More than words can say If I didn't care Would I feel this way? If this so, we are back with the Fallout, Session 3. I actually have a handle on the session numbers. This will not last for long. <laughs> oh man, this we passed the milestone. This one got to session three. James has trouble once he can't count on his fingers anymore. Hey, Rogue Trader went way longer than <laughs> I can talking... remember what session we were on. I'm talking, I know I'm you're talking, talking about Deadlands, Fallout specifically. Fallout specifically. Fallout and Deadlands. <laughs> Deadlands also made it to two. No, Deadlands made it to three. If we made it to Did four, it? it would have completed. Shit. <laughs> remember, we were going to try and finish that, and then a bunch of shit happened and we couldn't. Yeah. Anyway, disappointments aside. <laughs> this won't be a disappointment. I hope not. So, when last we left off, you invaded the kingdom of the Frog Prince. You slayed his giants, you killed his men, and you got him to release all his of prisoner. His men. You, you attacked his men. We killed some of his men. Right then. On the way back, on the way back to Tomorrowland, Glitter Sparkle, you, um... You encountered an enclave I bought. The purposes of why it's here are yet unknown. Indeed. We managed to, we also he... managed to reprogram it to think that it was still patrolling. Yes. <laughs> A couple of us then proceeded to freak out and break it, yes. <laughs> Punch it! <laughs> it's hurting my knuckles, kill it! Anyway. After that, you entered the main attraction of Tomorrowland, where you went on basically a small world ride to, that, that went through the uh, an interesting history of America, and in the process, you encountered an animatronic Ronald Reagan, <laughs> who you immediately turned to your side. <laughs> well, we got attacked by a super mutant. We needed something to help us fight. <laughs> I, I we activated we activated Regenbot's Star Wars defense program. <laughs> All right, and once that fight was over, you found before you the image of the Gek. All right, and we got fact, we got the rebreathers in fact, on. A live it's, a live video feed of the Gek is like the camera like fully grown over. Um, there's quite a bit of, like, ivy and seedlings around it, but the camera is still functional at the moment. That it, huh? That's it. Oh. Yeah, it looks like it. So what now? I mean, that's where all this horrible mutation stuff is coming from. Uh, do we just get in there and get to it, or...? Well, I would certainly like to get a look at that thing. 
We need to get in there to turn it off. I'm a little worried, though. Is it safe to get that close? That's what I was about to say. It might not be safe to get that close without uh, some kind of rad suit or something. Well, you, you might recall that you're wearing... Um... <laughs> you, might, you, you as players might recall that in order to enter this area, you were wearing yeah, basically got... self-contained breathing apparatus. Yeah, we've got, we've got yeah. hazmat gear on right now, basically. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Silas, what have you been up... Uh, Silas, wrong game. Wrong yeah. game. Really, Jim, Silas. Jim, he, he's from the Edge of the Empire game. Jim, what are you up to? <laughs> Uh, I guess I'm preaching to the mascots. Since you, since you, <laughs> since you are their, James. since you are their overlord, yeah, still in the Frankie Fox costume, <laughs> you can probably do something else. You have free will now. Well, I, I, what was it I said? Uh, what was it I said? Alex ran by him on on before. I think maybe introduced him to the cool to the cool robo suit wearing guy. You know, oh yeah, we, yeah. We introduced yeah. Brotherhood Knight. Oh, okay, cool. And told you that he's right. not um, actually a robot, despite how much he looks like one. I am questioning him on his beliefs on whether or not uh, robotics can truly save humanity. He's happy to have that conversation while he takes you on route to the uh, Tomorrowland main exhibit. And that's I, where you are right now. <laughs> I probe him carefully for traces he's, of heresy. He's... <laughs> <laughs> so the, the answer is he's been with us the entire time, just unusually quiet. He was is, just—is it her, is it a, is it heresy if you're if he's not a member of your church? Isn't it just blasphemy then? He has blasphemy and heresy absorbing crumple zones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that covers all your bases right there. That's true. This crumple zones for false witness. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I, I, I forgot to do the voice. <laughs> oh, and, and Sam, Sam, this crumple, bo- this, this crumple zone here is uh, for uh, taking the Lord's name in vain. Well, really, uh, most of the crumple some... zones are on the face. Yeah, basically. Sometimes you just have to do what the great robot lord demands that you do. So if that is the case, then that is how it shall be. So, hmm. I thought I'd get in there, but hmm. uh, Vespa. Much I don't think I can do much with it from here. I could get us in there. He wields his super sledge. Um, well, maybe. So, is there like a? Is it? I forget. Is it? So, we're seeing a camera feed of it. Is there like an entrance nearby to um, where there, the there, actual? There seems to be a heavily embellished and decorated set of technological-looking doors that look even more embellished than it should have back then. Hey, Alex, do you think you can harp that, by that? Maybe, although maybe you should check if there's any computers, uh, if it has, like, a working terminal to it first. All right, I'll see what I can do. I guess they'll start, they'll start looking around for ways to open the door without just completely smashing it. <laughs> All right, make me your choice of repair or computers. All right. Error science. Science, go. Oh. Scantia. Science did not do so well. <laughs> science has failed us. <laughs> of course. <laughs> science. It's no. time to the religion for solutions. Science did okay. 
<laughs> it could have done considerably better. Chris Yao, a competent computer programmer, is hampered only by the fact that there doesn't seem to be a computer nearby. <laughs> uh, plus, uh, plus six for crafts. Plus six. All right. It's my best skill, and I am unusually lucky when rolling it. Yeah, you um, you you find what is essentially the door opens just a little, and you see that there's essentially a small chain blocking the other side. It is <laughs> it is pretty uh, it's it is pretty easy to open it just by taking one of uh, one of the fission batteries you guys have on you, and uh, quick connecting it to melt out part of the chain. <laughs> So basically what you're saying I probably is, also this have is not a, cutters this on is, me. This was not a problem that required a plus six solution, is what you're telling me. It sure wasn't. Oh, it's boy, chained boy. from the other side. Boy, do you feel good about yourself, though. The door is unlocked. <laughs> All right. All right, then. Good job. Thanks. Right then. Shall we? We are never defeated unless we give up on God. Nope, I can't Carmichael do a Ronald Reagan voice. At you. Can't do a Reagan voice. Careful, once we're inside. Nothing, sure as hell nothing's gotten in, but it is mutating everything around it. Don't know what kind of house plants are now flesh-eating monsters. I think that was a clean room originally. Maybe. Uh, we'll see. Just keep your eyes open. Yep. Carmichael, being the best armored of you, he takes a quick peek in first. Hmm. I have bad news. What's the switch? Something has fallen off the kitchen counter. <laughs> that is. That's terrible bad news. news. <laughs> yes. But actually. Pick up that can, citizen. Put it in the trash can. <laughs> He, uh, he pulls the doors apart, and there is no expected venting of atmosphere, but rather inside is a small broom closet office with a door in the back. Er, why is this bad news? The Gek isn't here. Oh. Wait. Uh, they must have been loop. Wait, what's growing all this shit? Yeah. The Gek. Then, is it further in? The camera feed isn't for this room. Oh, so we don't know where it is then. Maybe. Maybe I can. He, uh, wait, maybe I can reverse the. Maybe I can reverse the feed. He gestures to a computer sitting on the desk in the in the little office. Oh yeah, maybe they'll have info on it there. All right, let me see what I can do. Um, I got a six on science. There we go. You blind everyone. <laughs> I appreciate it. These are the jokes for people. Better than the jokes only before the, the game. <laughs> only the best quality jokes from the drunken, from the drunken, the ugly. <laughs> All right, so you get you get in, sit yourself down at this fairly nice office chair. Actually, fairly well, uh, fairly well insulated from the area around, since it's got doors closed on both sides. And you find essentially the location of the Gek. It is not in this building at all. Where it is, however, is in a large def uh, defensible supply dome farther into the Tomorrowland area. In a place labeled as the Countries of the World Exhibit. 
Looks like it's in the Countries of the World exhibit. Uh, information says that it's been fortified into some sort of shelter. So, look for the most fortified thing. Yeah, we'll also look for the thing that says Countries of the World. If it hasn't well, been worn away, I mean. it'll have all the flags on it. That's what I mean. We look for Countries of the World and then the most fortified thing inside. Yep. Alright. Alright, let's get out of here before y'all... I don't know. Hey, um, wait. Uh, since I forgot to do this before, Alex is going to look around the room and see if she can find a tape. Oh, yeah, the holotapes. The kind of place where they might st store a tape. Give me an investigation check. Uh. Oh, uh, hmm. Well, since they control robots, I'm going to tag Savior of Robot Kind and spend a fate point to reroll that. Okay. That's okay. Also, did we we went back up to our refresh at the start of this session, right? Yes. Yeah, because we hit a major plot point. Oh, okay. Well, that's one better. Plus one investigate. Ugh. Plus one investigate. Hmm. You don't find anything in here, but through another little search through the computer that Chris was working on. You get an in inkling that in the same security dome that houses the Gek, there might also be a preserved tape. I think there's... Yeah, she kind of pokes around a bit. I think there might be one somewhere in the same place the Gek is, but I don't think there's one here, unfortunately. Oh, that's fine. I'm going to the same place anyway. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Let's move out. And Vespa will stand up and All start right. uh, moving on. Uh, do you continue through the back of this office or try to go another way? Uh, honestly, she's a little curious what was the back of this. What was in the back of this office? So she will, she will uh, poke her poke, poke uh, a rifle, the the front of a rifle through. The um, yeah, you uh, pop open the back door and it seems to be mostly empty out there. It just appears to be an office hallway that's much less touched by the horrible, mutative vegetation that the rest of the exhibit is. Let's check through here. Might be someone worth finding. Yeah, let's check it out. Also, Chris notes down that, that was, there's a sweet chair in the office, and he's going to remember to try and take it later. <laughs> sweet chair. Tomorrowland? <laughs> yes. Look, we're eventually going to turn this place into something habitable or bring stuff from here to someplace habitable we'll, we're going to want some good furniture we're going to want sweet chairs is what you're trying to say sweet chairs are very important I would I, I would agree Yeah. <laughs> it's just like candy cradle let's just say we, just, we need sweet chairs right there so you pass your way back through and the corridor seems to lead off towards what's it's basically on the the opposite direction from the entrance you came in through. All right, so there's no other salvageable things. Um, if you want to look for like salvageable salvageable parts, it's not too hard to find this and that. You know, a couple of air filters from the that are still working from the vents that aren't completely saturated through. But however many parts you want to look for will take time. All right, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that later. <laughs> just kind of noting it out alright so who is at the front of this group 
Uh, we're probably we're. It's either Lanzo or the uh, or uh, what's his face? Uh, or Knight or Knight Carthen. Knight Carthen. Yeah, Knight Carmichael. Uh, oh, why do why do I write Carthen? Carmichael. Don't know. Nathan Carmichael. There we go. I think because I wanted his name, I think because I wanted his surname to be Cawthon. <laughs> I think we talked about that. Probably. <laughs> right then. So, Lanzo, give me a notice check. <laughs> Whoops. Minus one. Minus one. You and not anyone else if they don't want to walk into an intersection in the hallway. And down at the opposite side, or rather, to your immediate right, you see down a hallway two ghouls wielding assault rifles standing at a door with that has exit labeled on it. And they see you. Hail, goblins! I mean you no harm! Goblins! Uh, Lance, those are actually ghouls. One of them pops the <laughs> pops the uh, magazine up higher into his gun. Looks like we got a smart guy here. No, no. I assure he's... you, I am not smart. <laughs> yes, he's yes, he is exactly the opposite of that thing you said. For the record, audience, a ghoul is a person who has been subjected to the savage radiation of the post-apocalyptic wasteland. And as such, they have skin tinted all sorts of colors, skin slopping off from the face and body, exposing musculature and bone in places. It's probably better to say that they're the ones that were exposed to radiation and actually adapted to it. Yeah, in a way, they're sort of evolved. (laughs) Yeah. They're the ones that didn't just immediately die. They're the ones that, 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 that somehow survived the war, usually. Hmm. And then Ooh, attained you say... Right. They can, they, Servants it's... of the necromancer? The necromancer. Look, are you going to head out or are we going to have to take you down? It's alright. We're not here to fight. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we're just, run- we're, we're, we're just coming through. Well, you would be about the first... I'd be here to fight you. Well, we've got the door that is the only way further into Tomorrowland. Okay. Um, what's further in Tomorrowland? That's worth fighting over. Our army. He shoulder. He shoulders his uh, rifle onto one shoulder. Army. You haven't been here very long, have you? Smooth skin. No, no. We just arrived. Yeah, the only army we saw was the park mascots. <laughs> Small um, potatoes. <laughs> I guess the uh, frog prince, he had an army too. Sort of. <laughs> that lunatic. Yeah, he's a nice guy yeah, once you get to know him. Definitely yeah. off his rocker, but not completely out there. A little murdery than I'd a little more murdery than I'd like, but uh, you know. Well, we're the Panhandlers, the ghoul army of the southern wastelands. Uh, it's good to meet you. Can I make any? Uh, what what would be a check to try and to try and see if I've heard rumors about them? Um, do you have? Is contacting still a thing? Uh, I have con- yeah. I have contacts. Yeah. 
So yeah, that, it'll be that. Okay. Let me roll. Wow, man, actually did not roll well on that. I got a, I got a zero. I got a plus one. Plus one. That won't get you a lot of information, but you have heard of them before. They tend to be a pretty nasty sort. They aren't so much an army as just a large armed collective. And they basically have a hold on this part of uh, Florida. Uh, so you guys are already squatting this place? We own it, if that's what you mean. Uh, that's no problem with ours. We wouldn't be fighting you over it. So are you the ones that reprogram the reprogram the robots? Reprogrammed. Nah, they're just like that. Okay. I don't think they could have. They would have had to. Yeah, true. Well, uh, as as a I don't know, take it as a showing of good faith. We disabled their generally more aggressive nature. Mm-hmm. No risk uh, of them uh, dragging you off into a cage or something. Uh, Found out what's under them suits, too. Yeah. What's that? Uh, former employees. Uh, long since, uh, I believe their termination date has long since passed. Mm. Got a bunch of, each of the suits has a, has a full, uh, has a full YT-7 trauma harness in it. It's kind of making them carry on their jobs. Fair enough. We disengaged, we, we disengaged their, uh, their holotapes and now they're, uh, just sitting in the, uh, now they're just sitting in... Uh, maintenance, waiting for new orders. Mm. Interesting. There's apparently. By chance, uh, go ahead. By, by by any chance, the uh, Nations of the World exhibit does that pass through there? Yes, it is. We've been having a bit of a problem in there, so we can't really allow anyone through. Well, what sort of problem? Some assholes got too big for the britches. Thought they could take over the park. You mean that there's other people holed up in there? So you remember from looking at your park map that the uh, that the countries of the world exhibits is um, an open air exhibit. You're bas- you would basically be coming out the other end of the uh, Tomorrowland exhibit into open park. Oh, okay. Rather, there. You're. Oh, so there's like another group on the other side of you. More or less, but we basically got them pinned down. And that's why you're... I take it that's why you're armed up right now. At least so heavily. Yep. And what these guys do? Tried to take over. About force, I assume. By diplomacy at first, but when we backed down from the negotiation, they came with guns. Hmm. What kind of weapons are we talking? Old things from the war. Mm. Who are these guys? I don't know. You'd have to talk to them yourself. And if you wanted to do that, you have to get through us. Well, might be, might be a situation we can solve, though. Yeah. We need to be going that way anyway. If you wouldn't mind letting this pass, we could solve that problem for you. We both went out. I'm afraid if you go down there, you're going to be treated like any other enemy. I know why you couldn't give us, uh, put, in, put in a good word for us. With the other ghouls, sure. But the mutant crocodiles, maybe not. 
He smiles a wry smile. Mutant crocodiles? Yeah, we can probably deal with those. You really haven't been here long, have you? Uh, another... Another deal with mutant crocodiles, honestly. At least they ain't people. Also, I think, right. also, I think gators mostly uh, inhabit this area. He looks at you kind of blankly. Alright, if you assholes want to get yourself shot out there, ain't none of my business. Got any words of advice other than don't? Don't be seen and pass a couple of caps my way so I don't radio ahead. Uh, do we have any currency on us? Uh, that would be a barter check. Okay. Does anyone in this group have barter? Uh, yes. He does, I think. Might be the only one. Wait, barter? Not me. Barter. Oh, fuck. I thought it... I thought I had that instead of contacting, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah. Um, if you want, if you want, like, you haven't rolled contacting yet, so if you think it, it was barter, okay. feel free to. Yeah, because that, that makes more sense. Sort of, sort of. <laughs> All right. He knows how barter. to deal in yield marketplace. Yeah, I buy, like, chickens and things and trade them for goats. <laughs> I don't, I don't, he, he, he sometimes needs a smithy. Also, I want to think that Lanzo has a coin dispenser somewhere in him. <laughs> he has a slot machine. Or something. Uh, plus two? Plus two. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, a few, a few caps would be like a zero, wouldn't it? You, you, retrieve, you, you retrieve from a compartment several gold ducats. <laughs> Everyone else, he, he takes a couple caps out. Okay. I thought he. I thought they, I thought that I thought he had something that was like gold plated or something like that. The barter check is less to have caps, but to know how many caps to give. Gotcha. And you toss it their way. He looks at it, smirks, shoves it in his pocket unceremoniously, pops the door open, letting a blinding flash of light into the room, and says, "You got ten minutes." All right then. Thank you. All right, and I guess we'll move. All right, Carmichael hangs behind you, carefully wielding his super sledge. We have the three super. We have we have the we have like the the three or four super stealthy people up front, and then in the back we have two two like literal walking tanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and you open into what is essentially a war zone. You wouldn't be particularly intersecting with either of the battlefield lines, but you do see a great and a great smattering of combats between what appear to be ghouls and what appear to be just people in military uniforms. Uh, would it be contacting to try and recognize the uniforms? Sure, but I'll say right now it's going to be a very difficult check. Yeah, since it's pre-war stuff. Uh, I got a four. A four. You've seen this uniform before, and while you can't place where it comes from, you do know that this sort of uniform was used before the apocalypse, and it tied someone to an an ideological movement. All right. All right. Anyone can make me a stealth check or an athletics check to not get hit. Sure, sure. Okay. 
is this like a is this a, is this a more standard uh, wasteland situation? Um, like is this, is it, is it more open air, uh, less urban environment? So, normally I would say no, but I have not adequately described this place yet. So there, it appears to be just another section of theme park, except coming from a bit further down the way in a large building opposite this big open area from you. There appear to be the horrible and deadly vegetation just inf- infesting this part of the park. Just thorn vines everywhere, underbrush, poison ivy, various venomous plants, Venus flytraps that have grown way too large, stinging cattails, that sort of thing. So, yes, I, I assume you're asking if your stunt applies here? Yeah, yeah. Then yes, it does. All right. Uh, is this a case where there are potentially two different, uh, like, thresholds? Or uh, what do you mean? Like, will, will I have to get, le- like, would a stealth check be a less high level of success I'd have to get to be effective than in athletics? Or They are identical. All they right. Are, they, athletics they it is. They just represent different forms of, uh, of evasion. Athletics it is. I'm going to spend a fate point uh, to re-roll that. Is Lanzo at all affected by all the deadly vegetation? Well, this is more to not get shot. I guess. Can I roll physique? You're wearing hazmat suits, and at least for now, it's going to be enough for you. Yeah, I rolled butt. I rolled so butt both times. Yeah, that's pretty butt. That's like twice butt. Yeah, yeah, that was twice butt. It's like double butt gum. Double butt flavor, double butt... um, All right. (laughs) It has already gone too long. Also, Sam... I'm here. uh, Did you make your roll? To get through the war zone, I'm, I'm not even there. No, you're there. Yeah. James 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 retconned you into the scene. Oh, yeah. I've I've been I've been sitting here thinking I wasn't in the scene this entire time. I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh, what role? Uh, uh, what role am I making? Your choice of athletics or sneak. Okay. Uh, I have neither. Then it's gonna be good. a good one. Use an aspect. Uh, or nothing. Um, I am. I am always under the protective eye of our true robot god. Very uh, nice. That. That'll do. To get a plus two, correct? Yep. Is that okay? So plus one then. Plus one on athletics, I guess, or sneaking. Okay. I'm a sneaking guy. So all of you beat a plus zero, which is very good. Um, everyone who did not make a three or higher. Take a uh, take a ding to your first stress box, as for whatever reason you find yourself caught out in the open at the wrong time, and take a glancing blow. War zones are dangerous. Remember that, kids. Don't go running into war zones now. <laughs> <laughs> However, this will get you to the, um, if you wish, to the main camp of the. Um, uniformed people to see what they're up to if you so choose. 
Well, they're the uh, they're, they're they're the crew that are uh, are uh, they they they're they're the crew that happen to have the uh, the uh, uh, the uh, countries of the world exhibit, right? Um, they are basically trying to invade it. They have a defensive position at the moment, but it doesn't seem that with without uh, intervention, they're going to make it more than a couple hours more without having to retreat. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe in infiltrating it, we could make them push. We can make them uh, punch out sooner. Yeah. Also, we'd be or... there. <laughs> it's better than going behind the ghoul lines since they also want <laughs> us dead. Also, that would uh, that 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 would uh, put us in the favor of the ghouls. Yeah. Potentially. Regardless of what you choose with of what to do with these uniform people, uh, Kevin, would you like to take over from here? Sure. So the commander of the group is, uh, he's about six foot six with a uh, close cropped hair and a goatee, although he has a uh, respirator over that. As you approach, he calls out, Estas ustedes amigos. <laughs> what tongue do you speak? Are you friendly? See. God damn it. Of course he knows Spanish. Well, get out of the line of fire. Uh, they'll, yeah. they'll let you into the, the battle lines. Sure thing. Thank you. What's what's going on here? You do realize that this, this facility is the source of radiation that's completely destroying the region, right? Yeah, we're trying to fix it. So are we. By shooting I, at people? So let's just start over. Who are you? Where are the people that you've been shooting at? Well, just a couple accidental ones. Well, it's difficult to distinguish between ghouls and non-ghouls at the moment. Listen, I, I'm Sergeant Louise Valdez. I'm, and I'm a sergeant of the Ejercito uh, Libre de Cubana, or you may know as Cuban Free Army. Oh, huh. I didn't think you guys were still around. I imagine it's a somewhat different existence than it was 200 years ago. But we are descended from the same. Fair enough. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm Chris Yao from the Followers of the Apocalypse. Uh, you stand in the presence of the, prote- of the savior sent to us by our true robot god and her protector. Is Jim still I wearing the Frankie you. Fox suit? Yes. <laughs> I see. I see. Exile from the West. Good to meet you. It's good to meet you. So, we might be new here, but we got a couple specialists that can deal with this sort of thing. Specialists? Scientists, observers, that sort. That is good, because we're a scouting party. Right. We're not technicians. Oh, we got technicians here. So... Alex smiles brightly. So here's... Here's here's, here's the thing. We can't get... We we, we can't get over there while there's a war zone. If we can get in there, we might be able to do something about this. Well... I suppose you can't make it worse than the ghouls. They making it bad? I presume they control the facility. 
Radiation doesn't affect them. Odds are they probably don't care what the what the yak does. Right. But that being said, radiation don't affect them, so shouldn't matter if we fix the gek either. Yeah. Alright, here's what I suggest. Pulling back. Call a retreat. Fighting them like this is just gonna get you and your you, you, you and your men killed. We've been here for almost half a day. And they control the great they control the greater portion of uh, of the uh, the Florida Everglades. Mm. You're not gonna penetrate this. Not like this. Well, what you're seeing here is only a, is only a division of a much larger army. Right. And this is just one battle. So you pull back from this. We get in. We deal with the Gek, and then we can start. Then, then, then we can maybe talk about some diplomacy. And, and you can fix the Gek. You can well, if not fix it, at least shut it off. Right. We can. Yeah. Why do you think this guy's here with us? I mean comes back to the Brotherhood Knight. Ah, <laughs> oh, member of the Brotherhood. Uh, well, we're, we're far from home now. Go ahead and roll a negotiation or... Yeah, I'll do it. Something, uh... Rapport? Rapport, Rapport yeah. Rapport. Yeah. Uh, what's the bonus for having Chris? Chris was chiming in there, too. Is that, like, plus one or something? Uh, yeah, usually plus one. Okay. Oh, that's a good thing. Uh, so that is plus three. All right. You want us to pull out? We're not leaving the park. This has to be dealt with. Like I said, I'm going to handle it. You don't have to leave the park, like I said, too. Once this is dealt with, we can deal with some negotiations, ceasefire, something, so no one else got to get themselves killed. But gunning each other down ain't, is, is, ain't, ain't going to make that any easier. I don't think that you're going to have as good a time with these schools as you believe. Um, well, but well, the, if you want to go on this suicide mission and you think that disengaging will help, all right. Thank you. I appreciate it. And he calls out. Akipo, let's go. And the uh, these six men and women under his command uh, start they start doing a firing retreat towards the way they came. Listen, we'll be outside. We're going to keep surveillance. Come meet us. Right, we'll do. Best of luck to you. He nods. Best of luck to you. If it doesn't work, we'll come in to try to clean it up. Alright. They start heading for the door. Okay. Uh, guess at that point, just kind of wait for some ghouls to arrive, because she has attacked. Alright, so you're just waiting for ghouls to show up at this position? Don't, yeah. Don't don't we want to keep moving towards the? Well, they control it, so it's it's gonna uh, be a. Yeah, the scouting party moved in to try and take it, I guess. Yeah, they they control it, so like it's gonna be a problem trying to trying to get through there. Um, 
yeah, Vespa's going to wait for wait, wait for uh, some ghouls and and show no uh, aggression. All right, it's not too long before ghouls advance on the position and are just confused enough to not immediately shoot you down. I appreciate you not shooting us. We just convinced them scouts to leave. On what terms? Well, they came here to fix. To they came here to fix the busted geck. Hmm. You did what? Is that a problem? At this point, a um, a taller ghoul, one who looks uh, like he's in much better shape than the others, and much more capable of uh, much more capable of a hand-to-hand fight, walks up to you. Right. Let me explain this. All right. I'm listening. The Gek makes this area unlivable to anything vulnerable to radiation. Yes? I'm going to take a wild guess and assume that that you're using that as a way of keeping people out, right? You look like you've been around. Yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure you realize that ghouls aren't exactly considered part of the normal rank and file. Right, but the problem here is that the, the problem here is that the radiation's spreading out of control. That division came down here because the radiation is getting into places where you're not. This isn't going to be the well, last time an armed insurgent comes to try and deal with it. And if it helps, I consider you're a lot normal rank and file. I got no problems with you. And that's fine, but you're not exactly the majority on that point. No. Listen, listen. This vegetation is expanding, and as a result of it expanding, that expansion is going to slow. Yes? That's simply how things spread. Once you get less concentrated from the center, it slows down. Right, but it's come far enough that it's come far enough that an army has taken notice of it and wants to deal with it. And we have defended ourselves, and the land acts to defend us as well. Yeah, that was a, this was a scouting party. But, um, um, if your goal in having that is so that you get left alone, but they're not leaving you alone, then isn't that already not working then? The point is not to be left alone. The point is to have a piece of this country that is unmistakably ours. You don't need this to make that so. Yeah, I got radiation everywhere, but... Gek could just be working and still in, in, in this place right here, still yours. Tell me, once that Gek starts functioning, do you really think that we're going to have less of a problem with people coming to see this place? If it starts functioning and people see and people see that ghouls were responsible for it, maybe they'll start thinking twice before shooting at them. Have you met people? Quite a few. I'm told I'm people. He's got a point. No, I know. Humans are exceptionally notorious for being completely awful. It's true. What's your name? My name is Quentin. Quentin. I lead these ghouls. I appreciate you speaking with us. I'm Vespera. Don't call me the exile. I see. 
then you oh. sympathize. Yeah, I do. So, actually, yeah. she holds up a she holds up a hand. To yeah, um, Terry's thing. We spoke with the Frog Prince. I ironed something out with them. We've been working on the animatronics, making those work in the place's defense, the park's defense. It ain't it, 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 it ain't impossible to negotiate here. And if you got more or less a unified park with a animatronic defense force, well, you got no one coming to mess with messing with ghouls. I've seen the community before. People living with ghouls. It ain't impossible. I am not saying that it is impossible for man and ghoul to cohabitate. I am simply saying that people see the taking the sovereign state as uh, taking sovereign territory as a ghoul is an affront to their sensibilities for some reason or another. People see it as unnatural. How can we help you take this territory? Well, they already have it. This is theirs. How can we help you hold on to it? What can we do to make sure that there are people that are actually on your side? Yeah, the Cuban, the Cuban Free Army seemed like they were willing to talk. My request is simply this. Leave now and allow the land to protect us further. Our position will only get stronger. Quentin. So you said his name was Quentin, right? Out of character? Yeah, Quentin. Quentin. I can do you one better. Let us through to work on the GEC. And we can secure this as yours. And make damn sure the people respect it. You don't gotta leave this. This is yours. It's your little piece of America. We got it. We got this animatronic armor that we're working on. A little enforcer of respect from outsiders if they wanted, if they, if, if they happen to see ghouls having their own landings at the front. And hell, anyone that sees the, uh, anyone, what was the name of the ghoul army again? I didn't write that down. Uh, the panhandlers. Anyone that sees the standard of the panhandlers and just comes to recognize that name knows that they got more than knows they got more than just a simple few uh, simple few ghouls to deal with. You guys hold most of the Everglades, right? At the moment, this is our base of operations. Well, let's try and set a good example. Give me a report check. Okay. What's bonus from other people's? Is there? Uh, just base report check. He's pretty stern. Just base report check. Okay. Yep. Uh, got a plus four. All right. He is not outwardly aggressive. 
Okay. <laughs> it's a start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the last time a human came offering me my own home, it did not last very long. Now then, are you aware of what radiation does to ghouls? Nothing. Yeah, they're immune. Well, there's some of those glowing ones uh, up north. I guess it's also the ones that uh, go feral. Don't know if that has much to do with radiation, though. Um, Chris, as a doctor, you may give me a science roll. Excellent. Plus six. Plus six. Although you've, you've never personally verified the claims, you have found that uh, the ghouls you've dealt with in the past seem to believe that uh, radiation invigorates them, makes them stronger and healthier. All right, so you think that without the radiation, you guys are going to lose your fighting power. This land nourishes and sustains us. Um, well, what about this? What about this? I'm part of the uh, I'm part of the followers of part of the followers of the apocalypse. We go, we've been going around the country trying to right wrongs and fix fix what needs fixing. Let's say I try and get let's say I try and get in touch with uh with with one of our bands and see what see what we can bring in to help out. Quentin throws you a nasty glare. Why do you insist on solving our problems for us? Is it so wrong that we simply wish to be left alone here? Well, when the way you're doing it is kind of poisoning everything else nearby, it does cause kind of some problems, I think. Honestly, it ain't, it, it ain't that we're trying to solve your problems for you. We're just trying to come to some sort of middle ground. There's a problem that we want to solve. There's a problem that you wanted to keep solved. We're trying to make sure that everyone gets what they want. We have someone working on the GEC right now. There will come a time in the near future where we have expanded enough and there's a sizable portion where nothing except ghoul and mutated life can live. And at that point, we shall shut the GEC off. When will that be? The rate of growth is not always constant. It should be in the next few years. Hey, you think that driving a wedge between you and the smooth skins isn't gonna make things isn't gonna make things a whole lot worse? Why should we care what they have to say if our land is livable only to us? We have food. We have water. Irradiated though it may be. Maybe because maybe rumor gets out that there's a, that there's a geck here, and if someone can fix it, they can change things. And then somebody that has access to mini nukes comes in and tries to wreck your paradise. Clearly, the rumor has already gotten out. Yeah. So how long until the people with the mini nukes start coming? I fail to see that how whatever happens here affects that. People will come. They will hear of the beautiful and terraformed nature of this place, and they will come with guns, with bombs, with tanks. Right, but if you, but 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 if there's some sort of, some some sort of unification, some sort of group 
people fighting together for a, for, 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 for a single cause. It ain't just going to be you defending yourself. It's going to be a whole park full of people defending themselves. A whole small country, state, something. I can imagine no unity more powerful than having the land itself on my side. I can. Where are you from? Out west. Mojave. Out west. I know of out west. It's the opposite of east. I'm from the Mojave. He just, he just shy in it, just 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 shy in New Vegas. He he pulls his uh, ripped his ripped lips into a smile. I know of the Mojave. Tribes brought together into unity, only to be destroyed by a come from nowhere tribe that simply wants it. You should see what it's like now. I'm certain you can sympathize. No, I do. I do. But that tribe you're talking about? That's a tribe of marauders. Killers. You will think peace comes from slavery, not sorts of evil. I have yet to see them proved wrong. I've seen improved, right? There's a lot of land out here. A lot of different ideas on for me. I've seen things work. I've seen things that don't. Hey, Carmichael, you got anything to say on this? See, it's funny you should mention that. I have very little to say about the political ideologies, organization of this part of the world. But what I do know is that in that dome lies one of the most powerful tools to healing this nation that has ever existed. Let me make this abundantly clear, Smoothskins. I stand between you and that geck. Understand? So there shall be no peace. There shall, if we are to be left alone. Um, give me an empathy check, everyone. Okay. Sure. Let me see what I can do. Um, rapport? Empathy. Yeah, empathy. Three. Damn it. Uh, Rapport is getting people to like you. Empathy is knowing what people are thinking. I'll spend a. Let's see. Um, can I? I mean, can I, I? Can Can I invoke? I'll protect what's yours. Yeah. Sure. All right. See if if we hadn't already like gone through this whole thing of well, we want the gek, we want the gek, he wants the gek. I could very easily just lie to this guy to get right up next to the gek and take it, but <laughs> it's not gonna work anymore. <laughs> You come back later without the Frankie Fox suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where'd you come from? It's that guy. 
All right, so that's one, two, three, four, four checks. Am I missing someone? Uh, I'm just not even going to roll because I don't have it and I, it won't be good. Fair enough. You, might, you, you never know. I, I, I don't have it either and I still got plus one. <laughs> you, you might beat a one. That seems yeah, to be the highest our, our of the best, party so far. Our best seems to be... I spent uh, a yeah, our best is plus one. I, I rolled a zero. <laughs> okay, anyone who gets a positive result... <laughs> Which is Lance and Alex, so yeah, yeah, no Lan- team social. Lanzo and Alex, you look at the ghouls around him, and you get a distinct feeling. They are not as attached to this place in specific as he is. You get the feeling that under certain circumstances, they would back down. Okay, so... At least for the moment. If you cut off the body, I challenge the head you to single die. combat. Let your sword speak for your beliefs. Okay, <laughs> do it. Do it. No, I, no, I, say I that. saw that's that what that's what says. Oh God, the robot speaks. He... Do not, do not denigrate, Fair Lanzo. He is a finer man than you are or have been before. Um. Quentin shrugs his shoulders. His uh, muscles bulging out. <laughs> Well, while this is going on, Alex will tug on uh, Vespa's sleeve. Yep. Kind of lean and whisper to to her ear. Um, I I think it's mostly just the big guy that's really insistent about being here. I think the rest would consider, I don't know, be a little more open to talking. Yeah, I think I'll leave it now. You can. Uh... Yeah, Lanzo, if you want this duel to happen, give me your choice of report or provoke. Okay. Provoke him. Provoke him. Uh, I am actually better at rapport. Can I assist on rapport? (laughs) You're gonna Um, be his hype man. You can give him a a plus one. I'll give him a plus one on rapport. Did we refresh from last time or no? Yes, we we refreshed. We had a plot point. Okay. We we refresh every session. Okay, then I will spend a fate point to uh, do... Uh, my deeds precede me. <laughs> or intending to do battle giants. I think either makes sense here. Yeah, this man is standing at a, a rather prodigious height, perhaps uh, bolstered by the radiation. Okay. Uh, plus four. Plus four. Actually pretty good at rapport. All right. So you are essentially near the rubble of a uh, of a rather large building. That, uh, that was not important to mention until now, when he's about to use it as a weapon. He walks over to one of the crumbled walls and kicks part of it, and he breaks off a large chunk of concrete attached to a rebar pole, and he drags it behind him. You will have your fight, robots. And he, you cannot he, try to hide behind your moats of poison, but that will not save you or your people. You're a madman intent on enslaving your brothers. Do you want to roll provoke here to try and get an advantage on him? Oh, sure. Why not? All right. <laughs> it's uh, your, provoke, your provoke versus his will. Okay. So he has beaten your advantage roll. So... What happens here, I don't believe it's happened yet, is he gains an advantage 
I wish I knew that before I tried this roll. <laughs> but all he, right. ga- he gains the advantage Steely Will with one uh, with one free invocation. Quentin orders his men to look after the rest of you. All right, give me a notice check. Or tell me your notice roll. Oh, zero is my notice. All right, he goes first. He goes at a flat-out run at you and tries to swipe his uh, tries to swipe his rebar club at you. Give me a your choice of fight or athletics. I will do fight because I'm pretty good at that. That's not a great roll, so I only got a plus two. All right, how do your uh, stress boxes look? I have four of them. Nice. They're going to follow that up with, now you have one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you rolled a two? Yep. All right. He dashes up to you and takes the, um, and and takes the club to the side of your head, dealing five stress. Jesus. Okay, well, I guess I'm taking a consequence then. At least one. Do you have any, do you have any armor bonus? Uh, Is this one more... Okay, so this one isn't. You just take one. You it lowers how much you take by whatever. Yeah. Right. The mild consequence lowers the stress by two, uh, the me- medium by four, the severe by six. I'll take a medium. All right, and that will give you an aspect that makes sense. You can feel free to choose what what's called if you like with a free invocation for him. Concussed? No, that doesn't really make sense. Um, you got uh, loose sensors. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Loose sensors. Yeah, loose sensors will do. And because that only took away four of the damage, you still check your lowest stress box. Yep. And it is your turn. I'll get to what the others are doing briefly. Okay. Well, can't they help by uh, not directly doing things, but if they can figure out ways to do roundabout uh, what you call yeah. some... Anything they Depending on how blatantly they do this, it could cause some severe problems, considering this is a one-on-one True. fight. Yeah, I think we're, right, we're, we're yeah. largely just trying to do things by taking advantage of Quentin being distracted. <laughs> I'm going to smack the shit out of him with my sword. Roll it. Okay. Uh, plus four. Plus four. All right, he is going to spend his free invocation on you. You run up to him with your sword and you give him a good jab to the stomach only to find out his stomach is not where you see it to be. You shake your head a bit, and you, you see empty space standing in front of you. Hmm. Okay. He's clearly using foul magics to mess with your senses. <laughs> All right. And at that, he's going to uh, use the... Use the rebar club to bonk your sword out of the way and take it back across your chest. Roll me your fight check. At what point can I shoot this guy? Anytime you like, but yeah, that will but that's change not the nature great. of this conflict. Yeah, uh, at least leave me a chance to, to turn to turn the other ghouls on our side real quick for you. For you. I do, do have another proposal, but it would it would also be sort of risky. Yeah, I got plus four this time. Plus four. Josh, stop rolling like Josh. Start rolling like James. I got plus a plus one. Good. I know, but like, I'm just saying, like, in like, general. 
Jit, stop doing that. He rolled a seven last time. I don't know what I can do. I'm so, luckily enough, he did not roll particularly well this time. He takes a large swing at you and with an amount of speed that always tends to surprise your opponents for a robot. You duck under the you duck under the swing and knock it away with the hilt of your sword. And you've in fact parried him so well that you've knocked him off balance, giving you a boost. That is to say, a one use advantage with a free invocation. Yeah. Your turn. Which Yeah, I'm using that because that sounds uh, pretty handy. And so that's plus six. All right. Because I can only roll plus ones, apparently, just in different <laughs> ways. <laughs> yeah. You take your sword and, t- you, and uh, take it across his chest, throwing out a rather uncomfortable amount of blood. However, he does not seem particularly phased by it. Well, that's not entirely true. He recoils from the attack, but he doesn't seem to have been grievously injured. In a did moment, I, did I succeed that? with style? You, uh, yes, you did. You get a boost, then, or well, your, gonna, you can do a different if, thing. Yeah. If you lower your damage by one, that's how you get a boost on an attack roll. So you do one less damage, but then you get the plus two later. But instead of getting a boost, I actually apply an aspect. Very nice. All right, you so can do I'll that. Give, if you want. Yeah, I'll give him uh, bleeding like a stuck pig. Nice. All right, you abandon some of your more grievous wound capabilities for a more advantageous position. He loosens his grip on the rebar club, takes a wider, takes a longer grip at it, putting his hand at the very end of it, and takes a wild swing at you. Only defense. Uh, I got plus three, but I'll go ahead and invoke bleeding to make it a plus five. All right. You know that had you not given yourself an advantageous position, he would have hit you good as you duck below his blow. Your turn. I'm going to stab him. Okay. Actually, I'm going to try to get my shield up ends and like get inside his swingy radius and like push up against the, the rebar so I can't swing it. All right. So I'm going so, for whatever it's called. So what are you doing? Inside range. Yeah, trying to get inside his range. But I try to remember what it's called when you just go into a step, like establish a thing rather than. Uh, you're trying to. So you're trying to give him an aspect. Or? Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to create advantage. I got a plus four. Plus four. All right, you will defend that with his fight check, and he has failed. So you have given him the inside range aspect, and he's going to retreat. He's going to retaliate with a blow back at you. Make your fight check. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I got the six. I actually rolled okay this time. All right. It's not quite enough to succeed with style, but he quickly drops his drops the rebar, letting it slide down his hand, and grabs the uh, rebar club near the head of the the head of the concrete hammer, and tries to bring it down like an immediate hand to hand weapon on you, but you manage to skillfully block it. Okay, then I will use my advantage on this next attack. All right. Let me know how it goes. Nice. Plus seven. Plus seven. And I'll spend a fate point on uh, intending to do battle with giants. 
That Let's is make it a, a nine. Nine. Fuck this guy. Do you do you want to uh, do the thing where you get the advantage? Yes, and I'll put the aspect disarmed on him. Okay. So let's see, nine. But only eight stress. Only eight stress, because you did the thing. He still got consequences, right. right? Oh, yeah. Ooh, that means I get to use those next turn. Right. You come down with a fierce blow to his arm, and it rips it open, showing tendon and muscle beneath the skin as he as he yells in pain. We're going to go one more set, one more exchange here as he comes with a wild swing at you. Okay. Uh, how many consequences did he take? Uh, he took one severe consequence. Okay. So you currently have two free invocations on him. Uh, I got plus five, and I don't feel like using those invocations on a defense at this moment. All right. You, without succeeding with style, block the weapon with a surprise with now that he's in a furious state, it's getting easier to block his blows. Take your move. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do both those invocations of this attack roll. Yep. Nice. By the, by uh, the way, you don't uh, have to declare that before you roll in this system. Okay. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Just, just so you know. This should finish it because I got another plus nine. Plus nine. All right. So rather than, uh, rather than take a series of additional consequences, he is going to elect to allow himself to be taken out. Which basically means that um, he stops the fight right here, even though he could have kept going, grants himself a fate point for use later, and um, basically has a say in determining what happens here. But he can't take away the fact that you won. Yeah, as you take your sword across him, dealing him another grievous wound, he stumbles backwards, puts a hand up, and throws the rebar club to the ground, slumping back against two of his men who struggle to keep him upright. Doesn't the winner usually state what happens when they get taken out? Uh, that's that's the benefit of being taken out. Being taken out is an option on the person who lost or is losing to basically concede the fight and uh, have a say in what happens. If he had fought, if he had fought to the very end, to the point where he could physically not take stress anymore, and you dealt him another stress, he would not have that option. Okay. And then you would have full reign over what happened to him. I concede. You are clearly very strong. All right, I'm going to back up a little bit. What's everyone else been doing? The thing where seeds of doubt are presented within uh, within the ranks. All right, so if you want to do that, that will be a... Let's call it a report check modified by stealth. So if you're stealth... So if you're stealth, so if you're so to basically spread the seeds without the guy noticing. Oh, okay. So, so if your if your stealth is higher than your report, give a plus one. If it's lower, give it a minus one. Okay. Uh, and is uh is is uh is is Chris also uh sowing seeds of doubt with her? If anybody told Chris about this plan, he thinks that he's probably gonna go along with it. All right. It, it's pretty. It's pretty simple for you to. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it, you're basically just going and talking to people while the yeah. fight is going okay. on. Yeah, so yeah. I, do, right. I, do, I, do I get a plus one from Chris? Sure do. All right. Let's do that. Uh, okay, then. I got plus three. 
she's well, basically she's, she's basically just like uh basically just 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 saying you want to spend a fate well, point this guy's going to get hmm? you want to spend a fate point on that uh, if you can spend a fate point then can i spend this, do. can i spend I, a fate point for someone else i don't have the fate points left <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if you can spend a fate point in assistance, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say go for it. Yeah, um, let's see. I, I, yeah, you can, you can contribute an additional plus two with a fate point here. All right, yeah. I'm not sure which. Uh, I think my my high concept of Doctor of the Wastes almost applies. Right, try to end this with, without as much blood, without, uh, with as little bloodshed as possible. Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. Is that so plus five and all? Vespa's tact being, uh, look, I can tell this, this that, that that you're not feeling the same thing as him. Quentin's just going to get you guys killed. None of us here want to see anyone want to see anyone killed. Ghoul, non-ghoul like. There's going to be more to come. More that's going to come looking for the Gek. Right now we're the, we're the, the nicest ones. And we want to work together. They don't answer you, but you you see them talking to each other under their breath. You think the seeds of doubt have been spread? Probably, um, probably hammered in by watching their by watching their fearless leader get wrecked by a medieval times robot. <laughs> yes, it was going well at first. <laughs> it was going quite well. And then Lanza was a fucking boss. Um, Alex and Jim, what are you doing? Most otherwise compelled, Alex has probably been worried, is worried about Lanso, and is therefore kind of watching, because she might need to step in if he needs repairs, or, you know, if for a while, like, oh god, what if he tries to completely wreck Lanso? I'd have to stop that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jim is keeping a close watch on Alex and, uh, trying to see if there's an opening to sneak in and find the Gek, but then Lanso takes it away, and it seems all right. Yep. So you're just going to hang out and watch, basically? Yep, Which is that, totally is valid. The, that is the plan. Yeah, unless there's any robots nearby, she can't really help much in a mostly social situation. Well, there is there is Lincoln. Well, Lincoln, uh, Reagan. There's I, I sort of assumed, since he wasn't mentioned, that, we, that Reagan stayed behind at the... Uh, why would we ever? No, leave he's he's our fearless leader behind. He's 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 Reagan, giving. Reagan, Reagan refuses to abandon his post. Okay, I thought he was giving a state of the state of the union address to the park mascots. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about what's happening with Reagan later. Maybe much later. <laughs> he's uh, he's 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 moved to his secondary directive: acquire jelly beans. May I propose? Uh, may I... May, may, may I propose a side fallout adventure? You can propose anything you want. <laughs> that is, at some points, just all of us playing uh, uh, robot versions of, of presidents. Is this going to happen like that Rogue Trader Orc game I tried to make happen that one time? Yes. <laughs> it would last yes, approximately 40 minutes and it would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's at this point that Quentin, bloody and torn apart, basically, and, um, well, Chris knows a thing, but I'll tell him later. Um, he 
sort of limps back and starts making a move to step to step away and points at all of you and says, Get them out of here! And at this, the ghouls just sort of mill about and look at each other. You fought valiantly, but this proves there is no justice in your heart. You're not a man who should be a leader. No matter your intentions, you will drive these men to death. This only supports my points. The moment I let you come in here, you turn my men against me. I will leave for now, for I am nothing without my men behind me. But mark my words, I will return. And you will find them thriving like they never have. Quentin, you gotta know. It didn't have to come to this. I hope you understand the same thing. And he starts walk. He starts limping away. And despite the fact that you got all of the ghouls to um, to not attack, they still go off with him. He's still a very strong leader in their eyes. But you do know that you stop them from obeying everything he says. And you stand on what is for now an empty battlefield. Should we can move in that gek then? Yeah. Finish what we started. Yeah. Problem temporarily solved. Something we can work on later. Lanzo, was it? I. He looks at his ham. He looks at his hammer, then back to you. Remind me not to get in a fight with you. <laughs> There's anyone stronger than Lanzo. We should. I should get you. Try and he is, take a look at he is you the Ubermensch of robots. None stand before him. Right then. Uh, you do so... me a kindness, but, but humility uh, keeps me from necessarily agreeing, young lady. He'll <laughs> oh. give a little bow. I am flattered, but my humility, my my humility circuits are now fully engaged. I mean, what am I talking about? <laughs> Right then, Gekdome. That seems to be where we need to go. Yeah, we, yeah. Come, we came this. We came this far. Let's finish it up. All right. So everyone, give me a survival check. Okay. Or a physique check. Or a physique check. All right. Let me see what I got. I have oh, one of yeah, those. Survival. Those are the same thing for me. Survival check, you said. Survival or physique. Damn it. It's been a fate point. Come back at the end of the session. Hey, well, I rolled plus one, so I'm okay with it. Holy shit, okay. That was implausible. Nice. Nice. So, plus five, plus three, plus two, plus four. Am I missing someone? Uh, I think... I don't know. Lance? Uh, Sam? Oh, wait, you got a plus one. Sorry, just wasn't yeah. in the chat. Okay. Good. Anyone who beat a plus three, you either... So, the, you're making your way to the epicenter of the horrible vegetation, and your hazmat suits are only giving you so much protection. Anyone who got a plus three can ignore the deleterious effects of the vegetation entirely. Anyone who got a plus zero... got higher than a 
plus zero, check off your lowest stress box. As the uh, the thorns rip at your skin, the uh, the fly traps bite at your arms, the various poisonous plants attempt to infect you. Ow. I have to avoid all this stuff. Suffering is our lot as human beings. We must endure in order to thrive. I mean, meanwhile, Chris walks by you completely unscathed. How does he do it? He's bigger than me. Experience. Vespa follows follows behind. Also, unscathed. All right, stress... Stress goes away at the end of scenes, right? Did, do I did I still have the stress from getting caught in the a bit in the uh, crossfire before? Uh, yes, the okay. stress will remain so. until basically a point of rest happens. So, yep, that's the first two boxes checked. Then Lanso walks by and a flytrap grabs onto his arm, but he just keeps walking and pulls it out by the roots. <laughs> Does it is, is is it just like writhing about? Yeah, it just starts wiggling. All right, so yeah, it probably would have been a bad idea for Jim for Jim and Alex to try and sneak off to the keck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that would have ended poorly, probably, or hilariously. All right. So, you guys make it to the to what is basically in a sea of very ornate and differently decorated buildings. You find one that is decorated to stand out as little as possible. Still decorated, not just completely Spartan, but just enough that one wouldn't think of going in it. And you open the door. Inside is a hallway to a secure door. Well, might be it. Yeah. Let's see if we can find the mechanisms behind it. Although if the ghouls Alex, got in and good? ghouls got in and broke it, they probably jerry-rigged it already. Uh, Maybe keep. Quentin, there is there is someone working on it. Yeah. So probably got some way in. Make sure it ain't trapped. Yeah. Good idea. Alex. Yeah. You good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. She's probably a little scratched up from all the. I mean, it's stress. There's nothing terribly bad with her, but she's got scratches from all of the wildlife, which she is not used to dealing with, because what, since when has wildlife been a thing? <laughs> right. She, she pats her on the shoulder. Moral support. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it is going to be a repair or science check to get past this door. Or if that fails an attack roll that uh, Carmichael at the very least can do for it if you so choose. Uh, you want to take this one if, since science is an option? You can both give it a shot. A shot. Yeah, I guess I'll work at the terminal. I've got, I've got science as well. Yeah. Are you at plus four? Yeah, if you if you want, you can I guess. Give them a plus oh yeah, one. we could we could double hack. Yes, double hack. <laughs> one one of you one of you's got your left right. hand on the left keys. The other's got their right hand on the right keys. Your hands and, get slowly and, closer in touch. Well, and one of <laughs> us is wearing a mascot costume. <laughs> Do you want me you're, to roll minus? Oh, God. What? I've, no. I'm at plus three, so I'm at I can four. give a bonus. Sam, yeah. so, when you yeah. when you, when you you point that out, that makes James's scene uh, even worse even, for me. Even better. <laughs> because, 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 like, I have the, I have the addition there. 
on Jado's scene is after the hands touch, slowly look at each other and lock eyes. Except mm-hmm. your eyes are soulless animal mascot eyes. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I get a plus one from uh, Jim? Yep. Alright. Uh, that's a plus six. Alright, and how did you do, uh, Zach? Uh, I got a plus three on craft. Alright. So, Alex, you're sure you can make this... Uh, you can, you're, sure you, you're sure you can make this after a while, but with a little bit of help from uh, Chris and Jim on the terminal... You managed to um, you managed to find an override hidden in the circuitry, and the door pops open. Ah, there, you did it. Inside is a large, green uh, lit green chamber, devoid of any artificial lighting, or natural lighting. Mini mag. There are vents. There are vents though. And a ghoul in the center, glowing a phosphorescent green, working on a geck. Aiden, tips cut. <laughs> Just oh, they forgot to sell the mechanic. Sup? They all left. Looks like you're wearing a hat on top of your hazmat suit. He, he, he what brings, did you expect? He brings his hands up away from the geck, his fingers shaking. How did you get here? Yeah, all the Geiger counters in your hazmat suits are starting to click wildly. Panhandler's up. Panhandler's pulled out. And they don't tell me? Ungrateful bastards. Are you not one of them? Of course I am, or I thought I was. I'm sure you still are. Guys just left in a little bit of a rush. We're here to work on the gag. Actually, what, what what are you going to do to my pet project here? Fix it up, actually. Return it to normal. Mm-hmm. But but I, I'm sure that Quentin must have told you that we need it like this. Uh, Quentin told us. Did he mention in his fervor? That there are those of us who need it like this? Um, I did. But this gentleman right here is a member of, member of the uh, followers of the apocalypse. There's all he can do for you. You don't need this gag. I somewhat doubt it. Unless he has a high-intensity radiation trap on him. However, I, saw a I cannot co- fight you. I saw a couple microfusion cells down in the basement. Probably rake something up with one of those. Needs to be temporary. I cannot fight you. Either way, do what you must. And he starts moving towards the uh, exit. Well, hey, we're not here to fight. Actually, you said this is your pet project. You probably know it better than anyone else. We're here to, we're here to help everyone here. <laughs> Get people in order. Maybe make someone civilized. I think you have things all in order. Uh, after after all, you have him. And at this, the uh, the glowing man points to the uh, points to Carmichael, and he puts a fist over his chest with his shaking arm. Carmichael slowly brings his fist up to his own chest. Chris like slowly looks between the two of them. So yeah. does so does Vespa. Uh, Wait. 
is the school of the a member of the of the Brotherhood of Steel, or was <laughs> is or was a member. Huh. Well, uh, anyway, I was going to ask if you had any tips, any notes, anything you could do to help. Much appreciated. <laughs> I've been working for so long, maintaining its broken state, that I have no idea how to fix it. Uh, well, worth a try. Thank you. Uh, Carmichael nods his head to uh, to the glowing ghoul as the ghoul walks out of the hallway, or into the hallway, towards the outside. Carmichael immediately, without words, goes to work on the Gek. Um, Alex will help. All right. Because guess what? She has plus four crafts and a perk that says she takes no penalty for being unfamiliar with tech. Chris will pitch <laughs> in here and there. Yeah, in that case, take a plus two and roll it yourself. Okay. As the Brotherhood of Steel is like, why does this little girl know more about this than I do? <laughs> I mean, it, it it stands to reason. You know, you came out of a vault, and vaults yeah. were the ones that had the Gek technology. The Gek you, you were wearing a vault jumpsuit when you when he saw you first. So, all told, then that's a plus eight crafts. God, well, <laughs> yeah, she fixed it. So she's probably spends a great deal of time working on this because it's probably t- not simple technology. Oh no! Don't touch that. Um, I think that's okay. No, if this goes here, <laughs> then I can maybe. Yeah, that is impressive. The uh, the two of you spend about thirty minutes working on this, and he Let's with poke around with his <laughs> head in the meantime. <laughs> Uh, Carmichael, with a significant amount of help from you, comes to a conclusion. Uh, well, I have good news and bad, bad news. I'll start with the bad news. The bad news is, the reason it's broken is it's missing some vital chemicals, and I don't have them. Well, that's the good news. Tomorrowland is ours. Hooray! At least, do you mean that we can at least stop it from being leaking radiation everywhere? I'm afraid not. Oh. Well, this... If we were to stop it from doing that, we would permanently disable it. Well, do we at least know what chemicals it's missing? Oh, yes. I can provide you a synthesis record. All right. Well, that gives us a place to start, at least. All right. Well, I'll have to deal with the uh, Cuban army there, but uh, I'm sure I can convince them just as well to hold their horses. And... Alex, I'm going to offer you, because you rolled so well on that, you succeeded with style, I'm going to offer you a free invocation on a certain stunt of yours. What's that? Is that a helpful radio DJ? (laughs) I was was suspecting that. It's really the only one relevant. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. All right, so... You uh, you pull your sleeves tight for a second, and in doing so, you flip a switch on your Pip-Boy. And immediately, particularly loud to you because you're in the suit with it, but uh, muffled to everyone else, you hear, Ah, wait! All right, fellas, it's time for the news. 
This is the hurricane talking. One record player, one tropical storm, zero dogs. <laughs> I sense uh, a rivalry. <laughs> you've, you've been waiting for this, haven't you, James? Oh, yeah. I, I, I was considering it, popping it earlier, but we kept having things to do. <laughs> Now, kind listeners, from what I've heard on the streets, up in Georgia, sweet Georgia, I've been getting records that a recent certain tropical storm, not myself, of course, <laughs> has busted open the side of the Center for Disease Control. If any of you kind listeners out there are looking for anything, now might be your chance to salvage. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. And then it moves into uh, a an old soul song from the early 50s. She will try and fiddle with the pit boy through her suit to turn it off because the music is distracting right now. Oh, um, um, ah, uh, hey, everyone. I just heard I, something that I think is important, or at least it sounded important. All right. They said apparently up in Georgia, a uh, tropical storm busted up a place called the Center for Disease Control and that there might be stuff there. Carmichael, stuff. Carmichael perks up at that. That is that may be the biggest windfall we've ever had. We being the Brotherhood of Steel. <laughs> Alright, yeah, and they probably have uh, they probably have I've been working on vaccines and Antibiotics, they probably have plenty of chemicals and plenty of mixing stations there, provided the storm hasn't wrecked them. Yeah, if they don't just have the chemicals on hand. This is amazing. Well, I uh, guess we know our next destination then. Atlanta, Georgia. Wait, but the voice of the prophet speaks truly. Are we going right away? We never found the, uh, we never found the vault. Look, if there's anyone left in that vault, do you think they're going to want to come out yet? Oh, uh, I suppose not while there's a lot of horrible radiation leaking everywhere. So I would... Yeah, it's for, the best. it's for the best they stay put if there is anyone in there. Uh, at least for now. So I would propose that if we, uh, we can find another holotape, maybe we, can get the, maybe we can get the robots to help in patrolling this place. Although I'm assuming you're probably going to radio back to your boys and then tell them you've, uh, you've captured it. Or capture the area. Oh yes, though I doubt they're going to send any uh, help. They, back, they're back at headquarters right now, and they sort of hand, have their hands full on a personal project. Gotcha. So right, what, um, what are we going to do to try and keep the ghouls from coming back immediately? Well, if you like, I can stay here and try to do my best to keep the peace, or we can make a deal with those army fellows. Yeah, I think we've pretty much allied ourselves with them anyway. I'd rather, keep, rather keep the peace here. Um, I don't want any. I don't want any unnecessary bloodshed. Uh, them army guys, they might, they might jump the gun, literally in this case. Yeah, but there was a thing that there was a thing that Reagan robot was saying. We can't help everyone, but everyone can help someone. When did he say that? <laughs> he was con- he was talking pretty constantly. I guess I was busy with my ears ringing from that uh, super mutant punch. 
I think we need to find how to make him stop talking, actually. Regardless. What? Reagan? I like Robo-Reagan. Says a person who's obviously very little idea of who Ronald Reagan was. <laughs> so, regardless. Yeah. We may have another lucky happenstance on our hands. Alright. When I came into the area, I thought they were simply abandoned. But I saw military trucks. Guess who probably owns them? The Cuban guys. That would be my guess. Oh, think you think you can get a hold of them? Yeah, I can get a hold of them. I just want to make sure they're not going to start gunning down ghouls just because they're ghouls. They're probably sure you could work that out with them. They're probably not going to send in a full battalion while the area is still chock full of radiation. I mean. They said they wanted the radiation gone too, right? If we explained that we needed it to get the radiation gone, they'll probably lend us one. Yeah, and if we can tell them that we can fix the GEC, they're not going to send a team in to just break it forever. Right. That's my concern. Let's get to it then. Let's speak with them. Try and see what we can can work out to uh, make sure peace is kept and we can... And yeah, borrow one of their one, 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 one of their jeeps. Well, I suggest you get after them quickly before they're forced out by whatever remains of the ghoul army. Right. Yeah. Let's get that. Let's get to it then. And yeah, I'm just gonna head for the. Uh, I think one at the front of the park. What's that? Weren't, weren't uh, the Cubans going to the front of the front of the park? I think so. Yeah, I don't know where they yeah. were. I don't know where their their they were their post was stationed. Also, is the glowing one still around? Or he just he he skedaddled with the rest? Uh, you've been there for thirty minutes. It'd probably take a while to find him, but you probably could if you put your mind to it. Yeah, I guess I don't know what I could do for him because for right now the radiation's still going. But I, uh... I feel compelled to help him since I'm going to eventually destroy that the environment he needs to live. <laughs> so someone else can go and do diplomacy stuff because Chris ain't great at that anyway. On it. Alright, so you're looking for the glowing one? Yeah. Alright, give me an investigate check. Okay. Um... Let's see. I will um, let's see. Yeah, I'll go for. Uh, I'll I'll spend my last fate point um, to. Or actually, I don't have to spend a fate point until after I roll, don't I? So let's just see if I can get investigate good on my own. No. Um, I'm going to. All right. I'm going to spend my last fate point to uh, to invoke uh, Doctor of the Wastes again. Okay. Hunt down a last patient, and that'll give me a plus one. Plus one. All right. Take. It's about 30 minutes, but you find him. He's sort of huddled in a corner around uh, one of the deeper patches of the vegetation. As you approach it, your Geiger counter starts clicking again. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if it's because of the vegetation or because of him. Right. Note to self, Uh, out of way. How can I help you? I was about to ask you the same question. Hmm? Well, I've got some good news and some bad news. Um, First off, the, the... place you set up here is probably going to be sticking around a bit longer. Alright, what do you want to know? 
I'm sure you'd find out eventually. Right, yeah. Well, I wasn't really into anything for myself, since I could, since I can say freely that I pretty much already have that at this point. I was looking if I was looking to try and find something. I was looking to try and find something so that you you said you you said you needed the radiation to keep living. More or less, yes. Yeah, I was gonna see if we could. I guess I was gonna see what we could jury rig to try and make that keep happening. What do you have in mind? Hmm. Well, like I said before, there's like I said before, there's the uh, there's the uh, the uh, there's the at least the uh, the fission batteries downstairs. I could probably mm. rig something. I could probably rig something up like a backpack and crack it open so that it just kind of keeps spewing out enough that it doesn't you know burn you or whatever. Temporary. Each battery would probably give me a few more hours. Yeah. Let's see. Try and he's and Chris will try and I don't know. I guess I'd need more time to actually try and figure out how to uh, how to actually create a create a stable environment of this of this radioactive plant. <laughs> yeah, that would be a pretty hardcore science check, but you could try it. You know what? Yeah, I'll go for it. I got plus four science. I'll see how bad I can fuck this up. <laughs> Plenty bad. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, I got a plus four. I actually rolled nothing okay. but zeros. <laughs> you want to spend a fate point on that? I am out of fate points. Ah. Unless my unless my unless my unless some unless my compulsion uh, gave me granted me a fate point. You know what? Considering that you just went out of your way to help someone who is ostensibly on the opposite side of you, I'd say get a point for Wasteland Doctor. All right, I'll spend that point immediately. To have a plus six. Plus six. All right. Now we're cooking with heat, and and now we're cooking with about a thousand rounds. Yeah, there we go. Nothing but pure radiation. Um, yeah. Is there a way I could? The is there a way I could craft a terrarium of this stuff? So it doesn't take you very long to realize that you do not have on you the materials to do so, but you might be able to find those materials incidentally in the CDC. You know, my, you know, I, so I can't do anything for you today, but I know that we're going up to, uh, we're going, we're going up to the, uh, we're going up to, uh, we're going out for a bit, and we're gonna find, we're gonna try and find some other materials. I think I could find something that could build, that could build out this vegetation at least in a small form and keep it going. Make it a, make sort, of, make sort of a self-sustaining, uh, uh, you know, create, create a terrarium of sorts. He uh he's he he smiles wider than you think he's ever smiled in this state, given the large crack that runs down his lip when he does so. <laughs> Green blood proceeds to drip out. Um, it's glow it's glowing a little. Yeah. You do this service for me, and let me stay in the geck chamber until until such a time, and I will give you, I will tip you off on something very, very useful. Sure thing. What's your name, by the way? My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. <laughs> um, he'll uh, he'll hold out a even in spite of in spite of the Geiger counter going off wildly, he'll hold out a hand and say, "Chris Yao, followers of the apocalypse." Because he knows he's gonna have to pop some rattle. He's gonna have to do some rattle after this anyway. <laughs> he. 
he shakes your hand, his hand shaking in yours and cracking audibly as he squeezes. Yeah, I'm giving him like I'm giving him like the two finger grandma shake. <laughs> Doctor Jacobson. Pleasure to meet you, Doctor. A pleasure as well. And at that, do you head off to the others? Yeah, I'll let yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to take it away from here, Kevin? Oh, I was going to say, before they leave that oh. particular area, Alex is going to do one thing and search for the, a tape since she suspected there was one around. Oh, yes. Investigation roll. Uh, plus three. Plus three. All right. Sure. All right. Yes, you do find a cartoon tape, although it would be hard to get most of the contents off of it now. Right. She doesn't. She's not going to know, unfortunately. So here's the hilarious part I realized about the setup. Currently, the only way we have to know what's on a tape is to put it in the thing that can makes it control the robots. <laughs> I mean, aren't you actually? No, wait. I'm the I'm the I'm the MacGyverer, but you could probably build a hollow tape reader on your Pip Boy. <laughs> I'm if just nothing else. I'm just you saying. Probably lift the lift the audio off it. Yeah, she'll start. She'll probably work on that while everybody else is dealing with the the uh, military people. All right, we'll probably come to that next session. But for now, now uh, you want to take this, Kevin? Yes. Yeah, when someone's approaching the army, they're uh, they're outside behind a, an encampment of uh, benches and picnic tables. Gentlemen, the sergeant steps up. Seems like we saw the ghouls retreat. Oh. Yeah, they did. How did you manage that? Well, only, the, only uh, their leader, Quentin, was... Uh, only he was as zealous. The rest just want to get by. And what about the machine? Working on it. Zach's going to ask you. Apparently there's this place up in Georgia that has some of the chemicals we need to get that thing back op- uh, back operational, fix it up so it's actual so so it'll actually make a little paradise here. Wait, what do you mean it'll make a paradise here? Isn't it just a reactor? Nah, it's a little more than that. What is it? Something called a geck. And that would do... Some pretty crazy things in this area. Some good things. So we can't have it shutting down just yet. If we shut it down, it would break for good. We fix it up, and it fixes this whole area up. Couldn't uh, roll before. Sure. (laughs) I got plus four. Look, you're traveling with... You're crazy people. Are you crazy? Nah. You're saying that it will purify the area? Mm-hmm. And you need to get to Atlanta. Right. You realize Atlanta is hundreds of miles. Uh, this is why I was going to ask you for help, General, or uh, Sergeant. 
them them vehicles they ours yeah they're ours any chance we could borrow one just for a little while I can't authorize that I don't own the vehicles but I'll take you appreciate it if you can actually fix this thing, myself and some of the squad will come with you. Yeah. The others will return to Miami with the supplies we've scavenged. Sounds good. I appreciate it. We'll need to find a source of fuel. You know, we might be able to find something like that. It points to a bed of flowers. Most any biomass will do. That said, most of it destroys the engine. We do have one of the biodiesel refineries on the, the trucks. That said, yeah. we can make it at least partway there. I'm going to have to forgive me, Sergeant. Uh, yeah. A more science and clad friend is not here right now. It's, it's fine. When do you want to set out? As uh, soon as possible. As soon as we get this thing in order. Uh, quicker the radiation stops stops spewing around and the quicker things start getting better. Uh, we can be ready in ten minutes. Alright, uh, maybe a little bit longer than that. Fair enough. We'll be at the trucks. Alright. Thanks, Sergeant. Frankly, I'm tired of this place. I'd like to get away from here before my molars start falling out. Fair enough. We'll meet you soon. He nods and uh, starts uh, talking with his squad. Yeah, and she will uh, return to the others. Um, basically give them the rundown of, okay, so hey, we got, we got a ride, basically. <laughs> and then also advise everyone to... I don't know, pour some water on your head or something. Wait, pour some water on your head? I don't know, something so, so, something that is the closest thing to a wasteland bath. Because <laughs> we, <laughs> we all just trudged through all of that. All of that gross over there. Well, it's mostly your own sweat you're covered, if, covered in right now, considering you're in an enclosed uh, environment. Decontamination showers well, for everyone. That a, that and that and scratches and yeah. maybe a little bit of maybe some rashes from poisonous things. Alex looks displeased <laughs> overall. Oh, get a hobby out. Just don't itch that. But uh... I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah, Chris will attend to any long-standing injuries. It's like there are wires that are sparking and they won't stop. <laughs> Although I think the only one of us that has any that has any uh, that has any consequences is Lanzo. <laughs> Probably. I think he's still fixed with science at this point, though, unless he took the thing that lets him be fixed with crafts. Yeah. Yeah, yep, I think I can be fixed with crafts. Yeah. 
So either of you can technically fix him up. Oh, he can even do it himself. He he has crafts. Only a plus one though. That you would take a Al- minus. You would take a minus two on it. Al- Alex will be will repair you. What do I roll to remove a consequence with crafts? Then I mean, like, what do I need to do? I need to make a specific. So you make your crafts check, and uh, what consequence did you take? Get a medium one, as I recall. Medium one. Loose sensors. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that will be a uh, crafts check at um, against a DC of four. Okay. Uh, and I got a plus five. Plus five. All right. That does not heal the consequence, but it changes it. So take the consequence. Uh, taped into alignment instead. Basically, it drastically shortens the uh, the amount of situations in which I can uh, adversely, adversely affect you with it until it actually properly heals. I'll take a bit to set, but I think this should do for now. Thank you again. No problem. So, Chris. Yeah. Where'd you sneak off to back there? Just curious. Huh? <laughs> Shrug shoulders. Yeah. Well, it felt kind of felt kind of bad that we were sort of taking taking these guys, basically taking these guys' land, especially for the uh, especially for the glowing one. I'm gonna be looking for some extra stuff up in the CDC. I think I can give him. I think I can give him some help. That's good on you. And we ain't taking their land. It helps. I was figuring we could broker the same sort of deal we have with the Frog Prince. The you only know, thing we need from this place is the Gek to start working. Yeah. Well, in their eyes, we took their land. Yeah. Well, in Quentin's eyes. The others will probably return to his side eventually. Maybe. Can't say I'm too happy about it either. There was no way this was going to end that wasn't going to be them leaving. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Hopefully this is the way that, it, that you know, avoid the most bloodshed. At least no one had to get killed for it, yeah. You get some of the trucks? Yeah. Yeah, they, uh... The sergeant's actually going to give us a drive up to Atlanta. He said something about, uh... Uh, fuel or, or something, but um, I'm sure he'll talk to you about it. Cool. I might just take a nap here while I wait. Maybe you should go down to the uh, supply room. I think they got some bunks down there. Mm, yeah, perhaps. Alright. I'll see you around in a couple hours, anyhow. Sounds good. Tip her hat to him and Walk off. If there's if there's like a decamp decontamination shower or something that she can that she can use to just at least rinse off, she'll do that and then You're probably going to get worse by using it, except you're probably well, you're going to replace the radiation with whatever's in the swamp. Which I guess right, is radiation. So, if you take a side tour back to like the uh, the still running water of the park, 
then uh, you'll basically be replacing out-and-out poison with uh, radioactive water. Well, it's, it's to waste. What do you want? She'll, 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 yeah. she'll probably, she'll probably like, uh, take a rat away after, uh, afterwards, but... Yeah, that's fair. She'll at least rinse off, rinse the sweat off, and then <laughs> come up in a bunk. Yeah. Oh, and everyone clear your stress tracks. Cool. All right, so does everyone get onto the uh, trucks and head out? I guess, should, should we experiment and see what the tape does before we go? Or do you want to save that for getting back? I'd say it wouldn't hurt, but it could very much hurt. <laughs> we literally don't know what this tape is. I mean, maybe we'll activate some protocol that will keep the park safe in the meantime, and, you know, maybe we'll activate the murder everyone protocol. We'll activate, really we'll activate the auto-destruct program. <laughs> oh. So do you try it? I kinda, does, I, kinda, I kinda want to <laughs> I know I'm probably going to regret doing that but I want to do it <laughs> yeah everybody's like I was just like should we try it and they're all like it would the smart thing to do would be to wait till we get back go do it Alex the uh, like the, the the person that would that, that would try and be the voice of reason here is taking a nap okay in the meantime so as far as taking a nap, everybody else is like, Alex, use the take. Or at least Chris is like that. Yeah, she'll put the tape in. and Or right. she'll, well, first she'll put it through her, uh, I guess you said she could probably jury rig it so the audio plays through the Pip-Boy. Yeah, that, that, that should be fine. Like, knowing what the sure, cartoon's to... about gives us no idea what it actually makes them do. Why? So you only get a couple of brief audio clips, but there inside there is a loud buzzing sound that sounds like it's actually in the cartoon rather than a mechanical malfunction. Yeah. And uh, and the laugh of uh, some sort of bird creature. A kookaburra. That sounds that sounds benign enough. Benign enough. Let's take let's uh, let's stick the tape in. Sure. No okay. harm can come of this. All right. Yeah, so you put you um, you go up to Doctor Kismet's office or Mister Kismet's office. Who's well, a doctor of anything? Everyone's a doctor. You, you get a doctor, and you... <laughs> you you put the tape into his uh, private into his private thing, and you see the start of a cartoon where basically Frankie Fox is trying to mow his lawn, but at every turn he is uh, foiled by the antics of his sometimes friend, sometimes anti-hero, sometimes villain, Sammy Swan. But and, and as you look out the window, you see the uh, robots start to move into the park. <laughs> what do they start doing, pray tell? Oh, I suppose it's the maintenance routine. So you, you look down, and indeed, one of them is, is, uh, has grabbed onto one of the big roots coming out of Tomorrowland is trying to, and is trying to pull it out to no effect. Huh. She'll disable. She's like, she'll yeah, radio down to Chris. I. It looks like it's making them. I think it activated a maintenance routine, though it's not going real well. They can't seem to like. I think they're trying to clean up Tomorrowland and it's not working. Yeah, they're probably. I mean, they're probably not going to be able to do that until we fix the gag. Um. Wait, if we can fix it, it'd be useful though. Yeah. Yeah. No, they. Start fixing the place up. Um, definitely put that in safekeeping somewhere. 
Uh, disable it for the meantime. I don't want them breaking themselves. Uh, right. Jim. Yes. At this point, Sammy Swan comes up to you and pushes you. <laughs> oh, right, because he's Frankie Fox. <laughs> I, I, I shove him back. He falls over and makes a comical noise. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> so, so you can tell from here that uh, if you keep this tape in, one, Sammy Swan is going to be pursuing Jim as long as he wears the costume. <laughs> and, and and two, you're going to pretty up the park, but probably lose a few um, a few mascot robots to the horrible plants. We'll wait till the. Yeah, I think. She... She'll take Chris's advice and they'll wait till the horrible plants are maybe a little less horrible to do this. At least until we can be like, you know, until we can be somewhat more sure that they'll stay away rather than. <laughs> Indeed. So you pop the tape back out, I assume? Yeah. All right. All the robots just stop what they're doing and go back to the basement, including Sammy, who pulls himself off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking just pushes him, gets pushed over. Conflict! <laughs> Conflict complete. And of course, Jim has no idea why that happened. Nope, <laughs> none whatsoever. So, so is everyone getting on the trucks out now? Yes, I think so. Is Jim taking After... off the costume? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get real sweaty in there. You could, you, could, you could get Alex to rig up air conditioning for you. Jim, you uh, comfy in there? The, those who would destroy the followers of the Lord are many. I must protect my face so they do not know me. Well, alright. I'll take that out of the ass. <laughs> alright, now on that delightful note... With your somewhat tenuous but solid grip on Tomorrowland, you got call in reality. To... <laughs> I'm going to call an end to the session. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Everyone have fun. Yeah. 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 Fun. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone have any questions, comments? Um, I only have a I only have a slight one. Um, yeah. And this is, uh, this is I and and I'm not sure how to fix this. Um. And maybe this will just stop happening after a certain number of sessions. Like, I, I feel, I, I feel like maybe I'm like, I feel, I feel like I'm like entirely too useful at this point. That's okay. You're, what do you you're, mean? You're very useful outside of combat, but in combat, you yeah, sort of take I don't, a yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have, a, I don't have a lot to do in fighting. Like, I just because I have, I have high science and high crafts, and so far in the game, that's meant that like. Most situations we've encountered, I've been able to I've been able to deal with pretty handily, so long as I haven't had to it's, fight anything. I mean, you're the Tom of this campaign right now. It's fine. Yeah, like it'll it'll work out just yeah. fine. I think I, I think it's fine. Like, yeah, you you and I are going to like are going to solve you and I are going to solve all the tech problems. Vespar is probably going to solve most of the social problems, and and uh, and. Uh, well, I guess Vespara and Jim 
are going to solve social problems than Vespara and Lanzo are going to solve combat problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it, if, it, if, yeah. It, if, it, if it if it comes to blows, yeah, yeah. Like it's hard to say who was uh, essential or not essential as far as resolving this session, but he wasn't the most essential person to actually resolving the problems. <laughs> right. Yeah. And no, frankly, that was that I'd... was Vesta. That was mostly Vespa and Lanzo. And frankly, if I could give MVP, are... I'd give it to Josh. <laughs> but I'm so sleepy. But you be so guy. quiet most of the time. Yeah, but then you when you the stepped, guy. then when you stepped in, the first thing he did was challenge the ghoul to the challenge the ghoul leader to single combat to make him leave and win. <laughs> it was <laughs> the best. All right, guess what you guys just did? What's that? A little dance. By taking uh, by taking over Tomorrowland, you have accomplished a significant milestone. Woo! Which means, in, in addition to choosing one of the benefits for a minor milestone, like you've been doing every session, you get one skill point. Oh shit! That you can use to, at this point, basically, uh, basically take one of your zero skills up to plus one. Hmm. Okay, because I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna put sneak at plus one. Normally, you'd be able to use this skill point to increase any of your skills, but there's a standing rule that you may not have more skills at any one tier than the tier below it. Right, yeah, right. so the, plus, uh, the, we have the, to build the fir- a pyramid. Yeah, the, fir- the first uh, major milestone can, can only really be spent on getting a plus zero to a plus one. And then after yeah. that, you can just kind of, like, sneak things up from, like, that plus one up, up or you can get another plus one, or etc. Gotcha. Yeah, so you can get more wide stuff or get better at some stuff, and if you choose to get to focus really heavily, you might even get something up to plus five. Yeah, true. <gasps> But for now, I suppose that's all. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Good night.